Okay, we on Mem Tet Amud Bet. Uh, three, three lines from the long lines. The last of the the third last short line. Yativ Rabbi Zaira, Achored the Rav Gido, Yativ Rav Gido, Kamei the Rav Huna. So Rabbi Zaira was once sitting behind Rav Gido, and Rav Gido was sitting facing Rav Huna. Yativ Kaamar, and he said like this. Now this is a very important halacha halacha discussion of what happens if you forget, um, if you forget one of the insertions. Uh, for Rosh, for one of the Chagim or Shabbos uh, in the benching. So, if you make a mistake and you don't mention Shabbos, which is Ritzay, Omer Baruch Shenatan Shabbatot Lemenucha Lamo Yisrael Be'ava, Lo'ot Ve'levrit. Baruch, Baruch Atah Hashem, Baruch Atah Hashem, Mekadesh Shabbat. So, you say quite a long uh, supplementary bracha. So if, I mean, to know that off by heart is very difficult, but if you look in the Artscroll Siddur, um, or in, I think maybe an Artscroll Bench, I'm not sure all benches have it, like the booklets, they'll have it at the, after the benching, they'll say, if you forget this, you say this bracha. So say you, you forget Ritzay, and then you realize, oh my word, I forgot Ritzay, but you haven't gone into um, the next bracha, you haven't said, you haven't finished Uvenei Yishalayim and started Baruch Hashem, then you say this complimentary, com, like this complimentary bracha. Um, the Gemara is going to say it as well. That. So that's what you say. Blessed are you Hashem who gives us Shabbos for rest, for his nation, Yisrael, um, with love, as a sign, written a covenant, Baruch, blessed are you Hashem, who sanctifies Shabbos. So if you open and ask or see whatever Koran, you'll see this at the end of the benching. Amalai man man sorry. Let me just move this. Um man amara wasn't Rav wasn't who said this statement? Rav. Um it was Rav. Um uh, Hadar Yativ. Um sorry. Um, Rav Hadayativ Akamar Taz. So then he said, so he said, who said it? It was Rav. Then he responds, Ha Hadavakamar Tavaliskusha Yomtav. What if you forget Yalevi Avo in the benching? Ome Baruch Shanatan Yamim Tovim Lamo Israel. You say the Brocha, Bresla Yashem, who gives good days to the Jewish people, Lesimcha for happiness, Lizakaron, and for remembrance, Baruch Hashem, Makadesh Israel Vazmanim, who sanctifies Israel and the times. Amalayman Amara, who said this halacha, that this is what you say is a compensatory bracha? Rav. It was Rav. Hadayativ, Rav Gidol then continued sitting and said, Vakamar, Ta'avlo Hizkishol Rosh Chodesh. What if you forget Rosh Chodesh in the benching? Like you, you forget Yalev Yavo. Omer, Baruch Shanatan Rosh Chodeshim Lamo Yisrael, bless you Hashem, who gives us the heads of the month to his nation Israel, Lezikaron, as a remembrance. Velo Yadana, now I don't know if regarding uh, Rosh Chodesh, I Amar Ba Simcha Ilo, whether you mention Simcha in it or not when it comes to Rosh Chodesh. Ilo Amar Ba Simcha. Now remember what I told you is that the Gomorrah, by learning the Gomorrah, you, we privy to the, to, the, to the development of the actual words of the brachot. 
And this is the argument, this is the discussion. Do we say Simcha when it comes to Rosh Chodesh or not? And do we uh, conclude with the blessing or not when it comes to Rosh Chodesh? Either Rabbi, um, or whether he the the this was said on by himself in his own authority, or the Rabbi, as he said in the words of his teacher. Um, so the, we're not sure regarding the last statement of um, of uh, adding in the compensatory bracha for uh, Rosh Chodesh. Uh, so Gidol Bar Manyumi was standing in front of Rav Nachman. Ta Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman made an error. When I learned these words, um, it's amazing. You know, you think uh, great people don't make mistakes. But it's very clear here that Rav Nachman, one of the Amoraim, he made a mistake. He forgot one of the insertions uh, in, in, uh, in benching. And it's a bit like, it's quite a sobering thought, right? That such great people also make mistakes. So how much more so uh, can I make a mistake? Guys, I just want to mention that we have a full house. Please God, eh? thank God. So well done for all, everybody attending. I don't think we've had this for weeks and weeks. So please God, can you boo. And of Nachman, he went back to the very beginning of benching because he forgot, he forgot the insertion. Um, Amalei, he, so, uh, so he said to him, Amalei, Rav Gidol said to him, my timer, Avid, why did you do this, Mar, Hachi, why did you do this, why did you go back, why didn't you just insert the compensatory bracha? Amalei, uh, Rav Nachman said to him, the Amar, Rabbi, Shila, Amar Rav, because what Rav Shila said in the name of Rav, Ta Choyzelorosh, that if you make a mistake, you go back to the beginning of the benching. So if you forget say you go back. If you forget Yalevi Avor, you go back. Because you haven't, because the benching, since it's a mitzvah to eat on those days, the benching is, is, is part and parcel of the meal. And if you haven't mentioned the proper insertion on those special days where there's a mitzvah to eat, an obligation to eat bread, and therefore an obligation to bench, Therefore, you have to go and repeat the benching, just like you made the mistake. If you make a mistake and say the wrong amida or insert, the, don't insert yalevi abo. Vaha amar ravuna, but didn't ravuna amar rav say ta ome baruch shanatan that if you forget uh, one of Shabbos or, or yom tov, yom tov or shkodesh, blessed are you who gives. You say a compensatory blessing. So there seems to be just to put it into perspective, Rav Nachman he made a mistake and he went back to the beginning. But Rav holds that you don't have to go back to the beginning, you just insert a proper compensatory bracha. So what's going on here? Is there a machloket? Is there not a machloket? Amalei, so Rav Nachman replied, Lav itmar Allah, was it not said about this? Amar Rav menashe batchlifa, Amar Rav, Lo shanu ela shelo patach batov You say the compensatory blessing, when you haven't already started the new blessing of the fourth bracha, which is a tov meitiv. meitiv. But if you've already opened up with the bracha of a tov meitiv, then it's too late and you have to go back to the beginning. Do you understand? So you know we have the three, uh, in, we, we, we always insert just before Uvenei Yushalayim, 
for Allah Nisim, you don't have to go back if you leave it out because there's no obligation to eat bread on Chanukah and Purim, interestingly, even though you could argue on Purim you do um, because you meant to have a su'uda, it's an interesting shala, okay, but Chanukah not, definitely. Um, but when it comes to the first two meals of Shabbos, which is Friday night and Shabbos morning, but not Sudashishit, and Yamim Tovim, and uh, the first uh, Yom Tov, the first two meals, Friday, the night meal and the day meal, but not Rosh Chodesh actually, because Rosh Chodesh again, there's no obligation to eat bread on that day, it's a nice thing to do. But if all the insertions, Ritzay for Shabbos and Yalev Yavor for Rosh Chodesh and uh, Yom Tevim, there, if you forget uh, the Bracha, if you forget Yalev Yavor, and you say Uvenei Yushalayim, and then you finish your Bnei Yishalayim and you realize, oh my goodness, I forgot the Ritzay or Yalev Then you can insert the compensatory blessing and then you continue, Barakat Hashem, Akelavinu Malkeinu, which is the fourth blessing of the Birkan Amazon. But if you've already started, Barakat Hashem, Elokeinu Melech then you realize, oh my word, as long as you don't start Hakelavinu, then you can, con- you can complete the compensatory bracha you meant to say, and then say uh, the new fourth bracha of Hatova Meitiv. But if you've already gone Hakalavinu, then boom, you've lost your opportunity. And for those meals that you have to bench, that you have to vas and have to bench, then you'd have to go back to the very beginning. And those meals again are the first two meals of Shabbos, not uh, Yale, not third meal, and the first two meal, the two meals of, of Yom Tov, which is the night meal and the day meal. Okay. Amarav idi. So that's why Rav Nachman went back because it Amarav idi bar Avin Amarav Amram Amarav Nachman Amar Shmu Tavloiz Kishoroish Chodesh Betfila. What if you forget Yalev Yavo in the in davening on Rosh Chodesh? Machzunoto. You return him. He has to go back to the beginning of the Amida, right? We know that if you forget Yalev Yavo in in the Rosh Chodesh Amida. For Shachrit and Mincha, not Mariv, you have to go back. The Birkat Amazon, but the Birkat Amazon, you don't have to go back if you forget Yalev Yavo. Amalei Rav Avin, Le Rav Amra, Maishna Tfila. What's the difference with Tfila? Umaishna Birkat Amazon. Why? For Tfila, you have to go back if you forget Yalev Yavo, and Birkat Amazon, you don't. Amalei Af, Le Didi, Kasheli. I also had this problem. I also didn't know why there was a difference. And I asked Rav Nachman, again, when you're a rabbi or you're not any professional and you have to ask somebody else, you also have a, you also have a problem and there's nothing wrong with going to ask somebody else uh, uh, the shala. It's just like a real Gomorrah here, you know, I'm uh, so real. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said to me, from my Shmu personally, I have not heard anything of the subject. But let us see for ourselves. I don't know. I haven't heard an answer. But let me tell you what I think could be the answer. When it comes to davening, tefillah is obligatory. You have to daven uh, the shachar and mincha and mariv, but especially shachar and mincha for regarding yalev yavo. You have to daven it and you have to repeat it if you forget it. 
the e-boy achil, e-boy lo achil, and machzinoto. When it comes to eating bread on, on Rosh Chodesh, if you want to, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. And therefore, since Bukaramazon isn't obligatory, meaning you don't have to put yourself into a position of Bukaramazon, because you don't have to have bread, therefore you don't have to repeat it. But on Shabbos and Yontif, because you do have to eat bread, obviously unless for health reasons you can't, then you would have to repeat Bukaramazon. Elameata, but according to this, Shabbatot v'yamim tovim, delo sagi, delo achil. It's not enough that you don't eat. You have to eat on Rosh Chodesh, on Rosh Hash, on, on Yamim Tovim and Shabbos. Hachanami, therefore, as well, idi toi hadar. If you make a mistake and leave it out, you have to go back. Amalai, in, yep, you do have to go back. The Amar Rabbi Shila, Amar Rav, Tachoyzelorosh. If you make a mistake, you have to go back to the beginning. Vaha Amar Rabuna Amar Rav, didn't Rabuna Amar Rav say, Tav Oime Baruch Shenatun La. Didn't Rav hold that you have a compensatory blessing? Love it lo shanu We only mentioned that you have to go back to the beginning and you can't do the compensatory blessing because you haven't started already the fourth bracha. But once you start the fourth bracha, then you have to go back and repeat the entire Bikaramazon. Okay. Ad kama mezamnim. Until the Gemara now studies the next uh, section of the Mishnah, which is how much must one have eaten in order to be part of the Zimun, in order to bench. Lemaimra is this to tell us the Rabbi Meir Choshiv Lekazait. Right? This would seem to show that Rabbi Meir says that you need to, you need to eat a Kazait, a big olive's worth, in order to bench. Uh, how much is an olive's worth? So it's, um, it's about how much food you would stuff into a matchbox for Ashkenazim. It's about 29, 30 grams according to Svarodim. And when it comes to Ashkenazim, we use volume. So it's 30, I don't know, cubic, it's like 30 milliliters, but in, in, in food terms. Um, so that's a kazite. The Rabbi Yehuda Kabaitza, and Rabbi Yehuda holds, no, you need... Double that. You need about 60 grams, 60 grams, 60 milliliters of food. Um, and that, then you, if you've eaten that, then you can be part of the zimun. But we have heard the exact opposite regarding Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda. They hold the opposite. It says in the Mishnah, that somebody that leaves Yerushalayim, and he remembers, he remembers, oh my gosh, I, I, I've got basal kodesh, I've got holy meat. And what's the halacha? The halacha is, is that you're meant to burn your holy meat back in Yerushalayim. But now you're already quite far. So it's the, the Mishnah says, Im avar tzufim, if you've passed an area called tzufim, which is Mount Scopus, from the word tzof, har tzofim, am sorfobim komo. If you've already gone too far, you can burn this holy meat um, where you're standing, right then and there. Vim love. But if you haven't gone too far, you need to go back and burn it in front of the Beit HaMikdash. Using the wood of the Beit HaMikdash. The wood that is designated, uh, that was some of the wood that was, that was piled on the altar. Um, now, how much meat do you have to have in your possession 
in order to either burn it there or go back and burn it by the Beit Hamikdash. Ad kama heim choyuzrim. How much do you have to go back? By the way, the same question is chometz on Pesach. If you travel and you realize you've got chometz, um, uh, how much chometz do you have to do have in order to burn it? That you're obligated to burn it erev Pesach. Rabbi Meir or Rabbi Meir says. Now remember, Rabbi Meir is the one that said when it comes to benching, he says you just need a kazayit, which is an olive's worth. Uh, when it comes to the holy meat or chametz, you, you need to go back if you've got a kabaitza, which is about an egg's volume, which is more than a kazayit. But Rabbi Yudah, Oymer, Rabbi Yudah says, Zev zek bazayit, Rabbi Yudah says, no, the amount you have to burn chametz, or the amount you have to go back to burn kodshim, is um, a kazayit. So it's exact opposite. Rabbi Yudah said regarding benching, you need a kabaitza. Regarding burning chomets and burning the holy meat, you need a, a kabaitza. Sorry, kazait. So what's going on? Amar Rabbi Yochanan. So one answer is just by Rabbi Yochanan. Mukhlefet hashita. Swap it. Swap the opinions. You know, say the one, in order to corroborate it, true, there's a girsa change, there's a, a textual change we have to make. Because it doesn't make any sense that they would hold the different amounts. Or you can say, which is a better answer, Abaya Amar Lam Lot No, don't swap it around. Um, it's they got different reasons for the different amounts. Really, here they're arguing with Psukim. Rabbi Meir Savar, Rabbi Meir says regarding eating Vachalta Zu Achila Vesavata Zushtia. When it comes to the pasuk that you're obligated to bench, it says, "Vachalta v'savato v'rachti shall eat, and you shall be satisfied." And Rabbi Meir learns, "Vachalta means it's eating, v'savata is drinking, meaning you only fully satiate it when you eat, when you also drink." Um, and in all halacha, achila in general is with a kazait. So just as by normal achila is a kazait. So to by benching is also kazait because the pasuk says vachalta, Rabbi and that's why. But Rabbi Yehuda Sava Rabbi Yudas holds vachalta v'savata. Uh, the eating here is eating that satisfies you. Achila sheyesh basfia, an eating that is is satisfying your hunger. Um, and v'ezo zor kabeitza, and eating just a uh, olive's worth is not enough. You need a kabeitza, you need an egg's worth, and then you uh, satisfied. Um, so that's regarding the machloket where it comes to benching. One holds it goes according to the laws of Achila, which is a kazai. That's Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yudah says no, it goes to the laws of satisfaction, and that's a kabaitza. Whereas regarding burning chametz and burning kochim, that's a different machloket. Hatam Here, regarding burning meat and chametz, they're arguing in logic. Rabbi Meir savar chazarata ketumato. You need to go back. Regarding the need to go back is the same amount that would make it impure. The the meat would would be impure. And how much is that? Matumato. How much um how much meat is considered tame? Kabaitza. It's the eggs worth. And therefore, just as only regarding a kabaitza would would cause the meat to become impure. So too, for a kabaitza, you need to go back to burn it. Because that's one of the reasons why you need to burn the, the meat, because it's holy and you want to protect it from 
impurity, so therefore you burn it. So too, you have to go back to burn a kabaitza. Rabbiuda Savar, Rabbiuda holds no, Chazarata Kisuro. You need to go back, and the, the Shi'ur, the amount you need to go back for, is corresponding to the amount of this, the prohibition. Ma Isuruk Bekazait. Just as it's forbidden to eat or own a kazait of chametz or a kazait of holy meat outside the temple, have chazarat or kazait, so you have to go back for kazait. So the, the one answer is swap it. Rabbi Meir, he holds the same regarding food and regarding holy meat and chametz, and we have to change the text, which is a problem, but you can understand how sometimes we have to do that. The other answer is a more complicated answer, but at least you don't have to... You don't have to say the Gomorrah's text is wrong. And that is that the, there's different reasons for the halakhot. The one holds kazait in the one case, and he holds differently of a kabait in the other case. Okay, Mishnah, good. Mishnah. Kaitzad mezamnim. How do you do zimun, guys? Now, listen to this. We all know that when you do uh, zimun, you, the classic text is, you say rabatai nevareh, and then Rabotai, you, you, you congregation, Nevareh, let us bench, let us thank God. And then you say, Yehi Shem Hashem Mavorach Me'atavadlam. May Hashem's name be blessed forever and ever. And then you, the, the leader of the benching says, Yehi Shem Hashem Mavorach Me'atavadlam. Bereshut, Meram Nazan Nevareh, Nevareh, let us bless, She'achaunu Mishaloh. Then may we bless from the one whose food we ate. And then the next, the next, the crowd responds, Baruch Shachaunu Mishalov Tuvachinu. Blessed is the uh, blessed is the one from whose food we've eaten. Now it's very important you know those lines because that's what we're going to go into here. Um, uh, when it comes, when you have three people benching, Oimer Nevarech. We say Nevarech. Let us bench. Um, but if you've got three people and the other person, so you've got four people, he doesn't say, let us bench. He tells the three others to bench. You guys bench. I'm like leading the benching. Like we do in Marev or Shachrit, we say, we say, you, the congregation, bless Hashem. So too, when it comes to Birkan Amazon, we don't hold like this opinion, but then this is the Mishnah. Basara, if you've got ten people benching, Omen Nevarech Elokainu, you add the name of Hashem Elokainu because now that you've got a minion, Hashem Shechina in a greater form comes down, and therefore you can use Hashem's name of Elokainu. Basara Vuhu, if you've got ten and some and another person, you've got eleven. Vuhu Omer Baruchu, He tells the people, bless, bless, bless Hashem. Echad Asara, Echad Asara, Echad Asara, Echad As. Echad asara, both if you've got ten people. Vechad asara ribo, or you've got ten, ten thousand people. You've got huge amounts of people in the meal. Um, both of the times, you you say the same thing. You say nevarech elokeinu shachan mishlo. You say blessed is let us bless Hashem. You just add in the name of Hashem elokeinu. Okay, so there's no description. As long as you've got 10 as a minimum, there's no maximum. You always just add Lokanum. Then the Mishnah 
strangely, and we're going to ask on this in the Gemara, says, B'mayahu Omer, when it comes to blessing with a hundred, Nevarech Hashem Elokeinu. You add the name of Hashem, Hashem, Adonai, and Elokeinu. B'mayahu, if you've got a hundred and one, Omer Baruchu. So the one says to the hundred, bless Hashem. Uva Elef, if you've got a thousand, Hu Omer, Nevarech, Lashem Elokeinu, Elokei Yisrael. You say, Bled us, bless Hashem, our God, the God of Israel. But Elef, who if you got a thousand and one, Omer Baruchu. He doesn't say, let us bench. He tells the thousand to bench. But Riboy, if you've got ten thousand people, Omer, Nevarech, Lashem, Elokeinu. Let us bless to Hashem, our God. Elokei Yisrael, the God of Israel. Elokei Tzvakot, the God of legions. Yoshva Kruvim, who dwells amongst the Kruvim. Alamazon Shachalnu. On the let us bless Hashem on the food that we've eaten. We don't say this ever, right? You've ne- I'm sure you've never heard this. Imagine having a meal with 10,000 people. But if you think about it today, you know, some of these Hasidisha tishes or Hasidisha weddings, uh, you can get thousands of people. I don't know about 10,000, but maybe at a, a Siuma Shas, um, maybe you could have that. But Reboy, Vahu, what if you got 10,000 and one? Oimer, Baruchu. Uh, you say Baruch You say you tell the ten thousand bless Hashem in the way that he said. Uh, in the same way that he tells you to bless Baruch Shachan Mishalot Vochinu Kach Oynim Acharav. So to the people who answer, say the same thing. Baruch Hashem Elokeinu. Blessed is Hashem our God. Elokei Yisrael, the God of Israel. Elokei Tzvakot Yoshev Kruim, the God of legions of hosts. Who sits amongst the Kruvim. Allah Mazon Shachanu over the food that we've eaten. Okay. Rabbi Yosiagliliomer Rabbi Yosi says, Lefi Roy Vakahal Haim Mavarchim. According to the number of assembled, that's how you bless. Meaning, depending on how many people you have, it changes the actual blessing. And that is Rabbi Yosiaglili. We don't hold like him, you'll see. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, he brings a proof. The Pasuk Antinam says, Bless God in full assemblies, even the Lord, that are from the fountain of Israel. So it says, With full assemblies. You should bless Elohim, Hashem, the source of Israel. Okay, so he's got a proof to tell you that when you, depending on the amount of people you have, you change the blessing. Ten, a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand. Okay. I'm a Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva says to Rabbi Yosek Lili, Do we find in the shul this? Whether you've got many or a few, meaning uh, only ten, You don't change, you don't add the names of Hashem, you just say Baruch Hu Et Hashem. Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Baruch Hu Et Hashem, Amavarach. You don't just say Baruch Hu Et Hashem, you say, Blessed is Hashem, the Blessed One. Okay. So that's quite a packed Mishnah, but basically what you see is there's an argument between Rabbi Yossi Aglili and Rabbi Akiva that the amount of people who you are blessing Hashem with affects the, what you call Hashem. And uh, Rabbi Akiva says, no, just as in Shul, you don't bless Hashem with more, uh, more names, even if it's 10 or 1,000, um, so too with benching as well. And then at the very end, we see it seems either Machloket or Rabbi Shmuel is just adding on that uh, you, how do you say Baruch Hu Hashem Hamavorah? Okay, Gemara. 
Ama Shmuel, Shmuel says, Lo'olam al yoti adamet atzmoi min You mustn't take yourself out of the klal, out of the group. Meaning, you don't, I think that means, you don't, um, um, you, you, you don't say baruchu. You, like, you put yourself out and tell the people to bless. Rather, you say, nevarech, let us bless. I remember, as a madi, uh, learning that when you want to call uh, students to a tochnit or a program or something, you mustn't say, uh, come, or you must come. You must say, let us go. You know, bring them, bring them with you. Um, and then you feel more part of it. The kids feel more part of it. So it says like this, Tnan, it's Mishnah, so you, Reb Shmuel says, you must always uh, keep yourself in the group, right? Say, Nevarech, let us bless. But the Mishnah clearly says, Baruch you must say, if you've got four people, the one says, bless to the other three, bless. Uh, so what's, there's a bit of a contradiction between the Mishnah and Shmuel. So how can that be? So the Gemara says, and we're going on to Daf uh, Nun, uh, page number 50, can you believe it, half a century, Af Baruch No, what he means is, is you can say Baruch but you should rather say Nevarech, let us bless. The best thing to do is say, let us bless. But if you want to and you do say Baruch it counts. Umikomakom Nevarech Adif, but saying let us bless is better, because when you say Baruch you kind of separate yourself from the group. Damaravada Barav Amri Bairav Tani, um, um, it says, Tinyana, it says um, in, a, in a Mishnah, where's a proof for this? Vav, Nechlakim, uh, if you've got six people benching, Nechlakim, you can make it into two groups or three groups, Ad Yud, until you've got ten people, right? So if you've got nine, then you can, you're allowed to have three groups of three. Um, but once you've got ten, then you shouldn't, say, you shouldn't divide, because then when you bless with ten, you say the name of Hashem Elokeinu. If you want to say it makes sense that you say Nevarech, then let us bless, it's better. That's why you're allowed to divide. Meaning, if you have six, right? You're allowed to divide into three and three. But if you say Baruchu Adif, that you should tell the people to bless, and that's better, Amai Nechlakim. Why would you divide? You shouldn't divide. You should have four and two. So you always have four. So you can't divide six. So you'd say one and five. Um, you, you see that? So it's a, it's a clear raya that it is allowed to divide into three and three. And it's better to say Nevarech. But if you want to, to say Baruch Hu, if you did land up saying Baruch Hu, um, it is fine. Remember, they didn't have... Uh, benches in those days, they didn't have sidurim, they used to do it off by heart. So they, and they, the language that they used was they were telling each other in the, in the, in Hebrew what to do. It was much more real. We just take a book on and we read it and we don't even necessarily know what we say. There they not only knew what they were saying, they were using the words to tell you what to say. And therefore, if you did say baruchu, it worked. That's what the Mishra is saying. El alav, uh, saying let us bless is better. Shmamina, we conclude. Okay, Tanya Namiachi, we have a brighter that supports this. Bain Shama Baruchu, Bain Shama Navarech, whether you say Baruchu, whether you say let us bless, Ain Toksin Oto, Alkach. You don't hold him on to this, you know, you don't stop him. He can say Baruchu or Navarech. Vaha Nikdak, Vaha Nikdanin, 
the exact ones, you know, the particular ones. They do uh, hold you to task on even saying, you should say, and not Baruch Nikar, And from the blessings of a person, Nikar im Tamil Chochemu, that you would you notice if he's a, a wise Talmud Chochem, im lav, or he's not. Kate said, how do you tell from the brochas that he makes whether he's wise or not? Rabbi Oimer, Rabbi says, uvetuvo. If you say, Baruch, she'echanu mitol uvetuvo chayinu, with his goodness. Hareza Talmud Chochem, then he's a Talmud Chochem. Umituvo, but if you say from his goodness, which is a bit limiting, because you're saying that he sustains us from his goodness. A little bit of his goodness, not his all his goodness. Harezibor, then he's an ignoramus. Amal Abaya, Abaya says, Rabdimi, to Rabdimi, Bakhti, but it says in the Pasuk, Umi bichotcha yavarech et beit avdecha. So, but the Pasuk it even says, Umi bichotcha yavarech. And from your blessing you should bless the house of your servant. So, if a, if a Pasuk uses the word me, from your blessing, what's wrong with us saying mituvo, from your goodness? If, the, if it's good enough for King David to say from your blessing, it's good enough for us to say benching from your blessing. So the Gemara says a beautiful answer. Peshayla shani. No, when you're asking for something, it's different. Um, because when you're asking for something, you want to ask with humility. You want to say, please give me from your goodness, you know, from your blessing, not all your blessing. I don't expect all your blessing. I just would like some of it. And that's what the Pasuk, David's asking for, for Hashem's blessing. But where we thank Hashem for the food we have, then we say all His blessing. We, we're so grateful for everything He gives us. says No, but when it comes to asking, it also is written, Open up your mouth and, I'll, and fill it up. Meaning when we're asking for something, we don't want a little bit, we want it full. We want Hashem to, to fill up our mouths. With Torah. So the Gemara says a beautiful answer. No. When it comes to asking Hashem for blessings in Torah, then you ask for as much as you can. You want to be overwhelmed with blessings of Torah. When you ask Hashem for physical blessing, then you have to ask Him in a more humble way that He should give you, you know, something. Um, when it comes to thanking Hashem, you thank Him for it all as well. Tanya, Rabbi, Oimer, uh, Abraise taught, Rabbi says, "Betuvoi chayenu." If he says "Betuvo" uh, and and by his goodness we live, chayenu. Um, uh, this is a wise person. Chayim, which means with his goodness they live, not we live, but they live. Harezebur, because it's not they live, we live in his goodness, all of us. And it's like we're thanking Hashem, but we're saying they live with His goodness. But we, what about us? So therefore it's not appropriate to say they live with His goodness. Narbolai matni ibcha. The Narbolayans, the scholars of Narbal, they hold the exact opposite. They say, um, rather say the opposite. Rather um, praise Hashem and say they live, which is not only us, but everybody lives with Hashem's goodness. And that's better than saying we live. But Taloch is not like Narbalai, and we would say Chayainu, that we live. Ama Rabbi Yochanan Nevarech Shachaunu Mishelo. Let us bless Sheachaunu from the one uh, that we have eaten from him, uh, which is Hashem, obviously. 
This is a sign that he's a Tamechokom. This is the appropriate thing to say. Let us bless from the one whose food we have eaten. Um, if he says to the one who we have eaten from, this is ignoramus. Meaning when you say from the one whose food we have eaten, everything comes from Hashem and we've eaten from his food. Whereas the language of we have eaten from him, it doesn't, it kind of suggests, it could be the host, we've, we bless him, that we've eaten from the host, or we've eaten from some of Hashem, Hashem doesn't provide us all the food, so that's why it's not so good to say, Mishelo. But in the Haggadah, try to remember this guys, we say in the Haggadah on Pesach, Velanu, who has done to our forefathers, Velanu and us, et kolanissima ele, ha'elu, all these miracles. Um, so there, uh, amale, um, so over there, it sounds like we, we're not uh, saying it about us. We're saying the one who has done to our forefathers and to us, et kolanissima ele, these miracles. Um, Meaning you don't mention Hashem clearly in that line. You just say the me to the one that did for our forefathers and to us all these miracles. So it's not it's, you're not explicitly stating Hashem, and that's a it's a problem. But yet it's fine. So what's wrong with saying Michelo? You know who you're talking about. So Amalei Hata Mukhamilta Man Avid Nisi. Kuchabrichu, there it's clear when in the context of the Haggadah, you know it's Hashem. And therefore you can when but you don't have to mention him explicitly. Whereas when it comes to eating, you could be mentioned, you could be referring to the Balabais, to the host of the meal. A person who says, Blessed is the one from Shachaunu, from the one from whom we have eaten, this is Tamachokam, Alamazun Shachaunu, if it's of the food that we have eat, eaten and not you're not blessing Hashem. We're blessing uh, the food. This is ignoramus. This is only when it comes to when you're benching with three people. Because you don't mention the name of Hashem when it's only three. But when you bless Hashem, when you do benching with ten, there you mention Hashem. Then it's clear. As it says, as you as you are told to bless, so to you answer. Baruch Hashem Okay, so then we go into this discussion. Unfortunately, we'll have to stop here. Um, about uh, this, do you do you change the blessing based on how many people? We know halacha that we don't, but uh, and that's the the Gemara will discuss that. But nevertheless, the Mishnah does suggest that there is a machloket. Okay, guys, we'll stop here. Um.